Hello, fabulous readers. This is Mrs. Walker, and I am going to go ahead and read chapter nine of Fig Pudding for anyone that missed it. Remember, Fig Pudding is a book by Ralph Fletcher. This is chapter nine, A Family Secret. I've always loved to watch mom and dad laugh. I mean, really laugh, like those sudden fits of belly laughter that sneak up hard and sudden and cramp them over and leave them red-faced and gasping, like they're in pain, silent for a few seconds before they start howling away like baboons. When they laugh like that, it's as though my bones get filled with a new kind of air. I feel as light as a bird, like if I don't grab onto something heavy, a chair or a table, I just might float off into the sky. Two days after Christmas, we came home from Vermont. Dad started telling jokes during the long drive back, and I actually saw Mom smile a couple of times. Dad, too. Once, I even heard a kind of snort or chuckle come out of his mouth. But I really missed the sound of their deep belly laughs. It was a sound I wasn't at all sure I would ever hear again. Back home, life tried to go back to normal, even though it couldn't. Things would never be the same. Teddy might outgrow his wild streak, and Sin might outgrow thinking she was a member of the Wynn family, but I knew I would never outgrow Brad's death. It still bothered me that I couldn't cry about Brad. My own name, Cliff, seemed to have taken on a new meaning. I felt as if I had walked to the edge of the cliff inside me, but for some reason, I couldn't step over the edge. The second night home from Vermont, I dreamed about Brad. We were walking in a sunny field. It seemed like late summer in the dream. Brad was showing me how grass spiders would run ahead of your feet if you kicked the grass in a special way. Watch, he said. He kicked, and I saw the spiders flash like sparks at his toes. The dream was strange and beautiful. The spider sparked from his feet while Brad walked along and grinned up at me, barefoot and unafraid. The dream felt so real, I wanted it to go on and on forever. I woke up with my heart beating hard, and I had the feeling that I had just spent time with Brad. Not dream time, but real time. I opened my eyes. The bedroom was empty, and all at once I realized I was crying, but that it was all right. In a strange way, it felt all right to be crying as though I was finally getting down to eating that big bowl of sadness Uncle Billy had talked about. Aunt Pat called to see if we were coming to their house for the big holiday party they held every year. I figured for sure we would skip it this year, but the next morning a big box of figs arrived on the UPS truck, and that afternoon Dad started to cook. I could hear him in the kitchen dragging out the mixer and bowls, eggs and molasses, nutmeg and cinnamon buttermilk and lemon. A little while later, he came out of the kitchen into the TV room. I'm making fig pudding, he said. Anybody want to help? We all looked up at him. This was the first time he had ever wanted anyone to help him in the kitchen. I didn't know what to say. I could use a little help, Dad said. You're telling me, Nate muttered. Admit it. You love my fig pudding, Dad said, frowning at Nate. How about it? Any volunteers? Sin? Teddy? Nate, Teddy, and I all pitched in, and four, hour laters, four hours later, we finished. A huge bowl of brownish, disgusting-looking goop. I won't say what it looks like, Nate said. 
don't, Dad told him. But don't worry, it always tastes ten times better than it looks. The next morning after breakfast, we got ready. Getting dressed up was the only bad thing about the holiday feast at Aunt Pat and Uncle Arthur's house. Mom made us put on church clothes, which most of us hated, but she wouldn't budge. When everyone was ready, Dad poured the fig pudding into a big fancy bowl and covered it with clear plastic wrap. We got into the car, and the last thing Dad did before getting in was to set the bowl of fig pudding carefully on the floor of the car right in front of me. It took a little over an hour to get to Aunt Pat's house. There were so many cars parked in front, we had to park way down the street, two blocks away. Remember, everyone, good manners, good manners, Mom said. She turned around and looked hard at Teddy. Doors opened. Teddy and Josh were eager to get out of the car. Josh lurched past me, and before I could stop him, stepped right into the fig pudding. His whole foot broke through the plastic and sank deep down into the brownish pudding, way up past his ankle. He froze, turned, and gave me a sheepish look. Oops, he said. Mom flipped. Oh, no, she cried. No, 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 no. Uh-oh, Josh said. He bit his thumb. How could you let this happen? Mom said. I was surprised to find that she was talking to me. Me? I said. I, well, um, it's going to be all right. No big deal. Don't worry, Dad said. He knelt down to pull Josh's leg out. It wouldn't budge. Stuck, Josh said. Hold the bowl down, Dad said to me. Dad pulled again on Josh's leg, harder this time, and we heard a loud sucking sound before his foot and leg finally came free. The sweet, figgy smell of the pudding filled the car. Josh stood on the sidewalk wearing one good shoe on one foot and nothing but a sock on the other. My shoe stuck, Josh pointed at the pudding. His shoe, Teddy screamed. I cannot believe this. Mom put her hands to her face and turned around so she didn't have to look. I cannot believe this. I can get it out, Teddy shouted. Let me try. Stand back, Dad said. There's enough of a mess already. No sense anyone else getting dirty. He rolled up his sleeve, reached into the fig pudding, and pulled out the shoe. He held it carefully, thickly clotted with pudding away from his body. I tried not to giggle. Dad put Josh's shoe on the sidewalk. Disgusting, Sen cried. Nate reached over and used one finger to take a little of the pudding off the front of the shoe. Stop that, Mom said, giving him a sharp look. Dad got a roll of paper towels out of the trunk and started cleaning off his hands. This isn't happening, Mom said. Relax, Dad told her, bending down to the leg of Josh's pants. As best as he could, he wiped off the sticky pudding. Figgy foot! Teddy giggled, pointing at the shoe. Figgy foot, figgy foot, figgy, figgy, figgy foot. How can I relax, Mom demanded. That pudding you made is totally ruined. We've got nothing to bring in. We might as well just get back in the car and go home. I wouldn't say it's ruined, Dad said. He was working on Josh's shoe, calmly cleaning it off with the sheets of paper towels. Not ruined, Mom said. He stepped into it. Well, this is a brand new shoe, Dad said, holding it up. Brand new, clean, look, no dirt at all. Eyes snapped wide open, especially Mom's. Wait, you're not suggesting. I am, Dad smiled. 
I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong with that pudding. After I'm finished with this shoe, I'm going to clean up Josh's sock. Then I'm going to take off the clear plastic wrap, smooth over the top of the pudding, and then we're going to carry it into the house. You're kidding, right? Mom said. She asked with a big smile. I'm dead serious. Mom looked at us kids. Your father has lost his marbles. Trust me, Dad said. We're going to smile. We're going to put the pudding on the table. We're going to serve it along with everything else, and no one will know the difference. You're nuts, Mom said. I love you too, dear, Dad told her. Trust me, it'll be all right. People will love it. He looked at us. It'll be all right as long as nobody says anything. This will be a little family secret, okay? Josh, can I count on you? No matter what happens, don't say a word about this. Eyes wide and smiling, he nodded. It's wrong to lie, Sin said. We're not going to lie, Dad said. We're just not going to mention anything about, you know, what just happened, all right? I guess, Sin said reluctantly. Teddy, you with me on this? My lips are sealed, he said with a huge grin. I wouldn't even tell if they tortured me. All right, all right, Dad said. Let's not smile too much or they're going to think something's wrong. We don't have to eat it, do we? Nate asked. For the record, I would just like to say that I think this is a crazy idea, Mom said. She shook her head. A very, very bad idea. It'll be fine, Dad said. Cliff, would you mind carrying the pudding inside? You will have to wait for part two of chapter nine. Stay tuned.